Hello and welcome to the Faces for Radio podcast, episode four. Woo! Four? I thought yeah. we were on three, aren't we? Now no, we're on four. Oh. Two just we, so four. Christopher Donovan in, and now we're doing four, just of us again. Yeah. We, we did have a two-week break, because uh, we won't lie, listeners, we've been finding it really hard to come up with quality content with... Just fuck all happening with our lives. Yeah, it's like, what do you mean up last week? Uh, nothing really. Yeah, same. <laughs> really. Although I have been up stuff. What have you been doing? I'm making a Actually, man cave. You've been Mr. DIY this week, I've been Mr. You? DIY. I'm doing the shed up. And what is the shed becoming? A man den. I've always wanted a den in the garden. <laughs> and now I'm going to have a den in the garden. Be- so talk us, talk us through your plans. What have you got? What are you thinking? Yet. I've got to fill in all the holes first. I've got to do like the actual, like the shed's falling apart. It's all rotting away. So I've got to replace all the rotten wood and do all the boring bits first. And then, then I get to do the interior. And that's what I'm looking for most, going full George Clark and Mason's faces on it. You know, I've, I don't know what to do for the walls. I'm thinking about nailing in duvet covers along the walls. It's, it's easier than like nailing in panelling onto like flimsy shed wood if you know what i mean duvet mm. covers yeah you can do it if you do it tight it works almost like a wallpaper this is a, a troy and abbott blanket for it's a man nice. cave it'll look nice what what are you putting in the man cave gonna gonna have some bean bags <laughs> not even a sofa <laughs> just be- bean bags <laughs> not, it's, not a it's a shed bean bags lovely rustic the chinese way you sit on the floor right um my old telly from uni, it's only a little one. A little telly. Um, lovely carpet. Um, uh, some fairy lights I want. I was thinking about getting some like glow-in-the-dark stick- star stickers and putting them all along the ceiling. But, this, like, sounds like, this sounds like some kind of like, you know, like a quiet room for the sort of slightly Crunchy more... Skills. Yeah. Yeah. For the, kids, like for the kids that need to get away for five minutes, you know? It doesn't sound like a, doesn't sound like a man cave. That's exactly <laughs> what I need. Somewhere... <laughs> Where I could go and sit on me bean bags. So on, the, on the on the door, I imagine just it says like Tom's safe space. Tom's safe space, yeah. With like you know, like a duck Good holding vibes a duck. Only. <laughs> uh, when you, when you said like, you're building a man cave, I was thinking more. Well, you're gonna have a bar. You're gonna have like a. It's not very. Big yeah, I was shed. thinking. I was thinking a bar. I was thinking like you know, like rustic wood. Well, yeah, I've only I only get half of the shed for man cave. But the other half has to be actual shed because we need some of those. To put all of our garden one of those bit. fake pineapple things that holds ice. I could still get some cool stuff like that. Yeah, just have it scattered around next to the bean bags. An open sign outside. <laughs> Tom's place. Come on in. A live, laugh, love sign. I could get one of those beer pullers. One of those home 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 ones. Brew my own beer in there. Well, that's the thing with this lockdown is that beer is um, breweries have had to sort of sell off their their barrels, haven't they? A lot of yeah. Them. My good friend Jack Hewitt's brewing his own beer. My brother's doing his own cider. That's horrible. I wouldn't. I wouldn't drink your brother's cider. You had a kit, didn't you? Yeah, yeah I still no, got it. No, my brother's got a home brewing kit for cider. I've got a home brewing kit for beer. We could mix it together and make snake bites. <laughs> <laughs> Homemade snake bite. Oh my, Tom's unidentifiable alcoholic <laughs> beverage. We don't know what it is, but it gets you fucked. I, I remember getting a kit and it was make your own ginger beer. 
and it was meant to be just like a nice little drink but i left it in the fridge for like a really long time <laughs> and then i opened it and i was like oh i've, I've made alcohol it's, it smells of cider like i've made i've made myself some alcohol had little sips here and there i was like mm, this is really good and this about 20 minutes later ran upstairs and finally <laughs> threw up because i don't think it had quite brewed <laughs> <laughs> oh that was particularly foul yeah, I'm, it's, I might it's, a, it's a good hobby. It's a good hobby for lockdown, though. I tell you what, I've been doing. I found this YouTube series called Unfinished London, and it's all about 20th century pl- town planning. And it oh, is sounds riveting. It, it sounds really boring, but it's yeah. really it's actually really interesting. Harrison, I know I know exactly what you mean. Gone, and it's all about like um, it's it's kind of like hard to explain, but like. The Northern Line was meant to have an extension that went all the like all the way up towards like Watford Junction and things like that. And it's like it's why it didn't happen. Uh, they go into details of why there's 32 boroughs and like the naming of the boroughs and how it's a really shit system. And it's it sounds so fucking dull. But the way the guy does it, it's like Monty Python. There was going to be meant to be a motorway, pretty much inside London. He goes, but of course, if they were to build that, they have to knock down this entire street. And he's just there carrying a bomb and he just chucks it into someone's garden. And it's, it's all little jokes like that. Like, it's very visual humor related. It's, it's been really nice. It's wholesome. I've it does sound some, wholesome. I've been watching some jungle people in, in the Amazon building like swimming pools. Oh, they are brilliant. Oh. Yeah, yeah, it's like build your own pool in a week and they're like getting run water from the river and stuff. And it's like, wow, I could do that. Is this then, what's brought on the shed thing? Blow, no, blow, no, can I, also, can I, I have watched, the shed? I watched a lot of amazing spaces. And George Clark was like, this truly is an amazing space. And I was like, I want him to come around and say that to, about my shed. So, yeah. Beanbags on the floor with some, with some <laughs> magic stars on the ceiling. Yeah, he'd say this truly is an amazing space. And I'd be like, cheers, George. And that'll be it. That's the dream. That's it. HT, I know what you're saying about... Um, like YouTube, people on YouTube that just like kind of hook you in. Yeah. Like I found, I found a little while. I found a guy who his whole channel was to take ration packs from various wars and various militaries and just reviews them. So he's like, uh, "This is a Russian, uh, Russian-made meal, and it's just the worst thing you've ever seen." And he, he's, he like, it, but it's so engrossing. You can watch hours of this man eating food that's like easily 80 years out of date. Mm. And it's still the most watchable television there is at the moment. Oh, no, if, you're, if you want to see watchable, search shoe nice, as in shoe and then nice, all one word. And it's just a fellow who downs like litre bottles of Jack Daniels and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Much like a bottle of vodka. It just, it just, Are it you related? Enough. No, no, I, I, can, I, I can't do spirits, but this guy just gets ruined. Vile. Oh. Is, vile. He, is he the one who like he takes a bottle of vodka and then like it shows everyone that it clicks like yeah, see, yeah, listen yeah, yeah. it is it is yeah i've seen him <laughs> yeah, yeah i've not broken the seal yet and he clicked it yeah it's actually oh. vile. his liver must be in an absolute state there you go listeners if you want you know to watch somebody eating anything or if you want to know about the comedy history of london or if you want to see someone gorging on out-of-date food there's three recommendations for you <laughs> Lovely. for youtube so over the last few weeks we've been playing a game of who knows tom moore well today it's who knows sam moore oh the man's an enigma i'm so excited so have you got pens and papers ready i've got yep. a phone i'm a man of a digital age 
Let's, uh, let's do this, mother. So, question number one. When I was holidaying at Butlin's Holiday Park as a four-year-old, I had the shit terrified out of me by a gentleman dressed as a character from a film. It scarred me for life. What was that character? As a side note, we had to get rid of the film we owned on VHS due to my fear. <laughs> what, did you see in the cover of the video? No, we had to get rid of the entire... We, we got rid of the film. My mum was just like, right, we're never going to watch that again, and she threw it away. Just in case you accidentally watched it. Yeah. All right, uh, let me take a guess. So the question was, what was that character that made me nearly shit myself as a four-year-old? All right, I think I've got, I've got a good guess. I've got nothing, but I'll come, I'll come up with something. Okay. When I go home to spend time with my family, we fight over a very specific kitchen utensil. What is that utensil? I don't know, yep. but I've had a shot in the dark. <laughs> okay. Question number three. What event occurred in a maths exam in year five because I was too scared to talk to the terrifying Mr. Bell? <laughs> <laughs> year five. All right. I was in yeah. year five, so I, was, I must have been ten. I had a good guess. Have you got, have you got an answer, Harrison? No, yep. I don't. Okay, it's a, it's a bit of a simple one, but you know, you can probably work this out mathematically, you know, like date-wise, but what was the first film I saw at the cinema? Yeah, I could feel that one out mathematically. Are we, ready? Are we both ready for question five? Yep. Okay. In my life, I have owned two motor cars. They both had names derived from the lettering on the number plates. What were their names? And you get a point for each. I've, so got, I don't, I've got one. I don't want the make of the car. I want what did I call them? They both had very normal names. I don't know. I say normal names. They had names. And I mentioned them regularly for three years. I, don't, I owned, I don't I owned, I owned one of them for two years at uni. Or, uh, a year at uni. I don't know. So are we ready for question number six? Yep. Uh, now you both should know this one. I attended a super hands gig in the first year of university. I managed... I managed to touch a bit of his body when he leant into the crowd. What was that body part? Oh, I think I remember, because it's really weird. And Harrison, you weren't there, but this, this story was mentioned many, many times, so you yeah, should no, know the answer. I, I remember it happening. You got some chocolate coins from him. I did. I never eat, ate them, though, because he said they were laced with, uh, <laughs> laced with ketamine. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh, no. The actor who plays Superhands, I forget his name now, was not going to actually be chucking out <laughs> ketamine. <laughs> I'd had a bit, I'd had a bit though. I was a bit, you know. Matt King. Yeah, Matt yeah. King, yeah. Are we ready for question number seven? Yep. Okay. Uh, I'm a fan of plaid. What colour was my first plaid shirt and what age was I when I got it? It's a point for each. I, I was going to put, you just came out of the, the womb with one on. <laughs> <laughs> a little plaid sheave. A stroke. A, a t-shirt like with the strokes on it and then just a red flat shirt have we got answers for that one yeah okay excluding the uk how many countries have i been to i know where you went as well can i get a bonus mark there's no bonus marks but i'll give I, one mark for the country oh well you've just given that away no for the country that you know the name of oh, okay that you know where it is i'll give you a mark a, a point for the country okay we are ready for number nine? Yes. At university, I had many posters up in my room. How many can you name? You get a point for each. I don't know. You didn't let me in your room very often. In third year? Oh, I did go in your room a few times and touch your things. Only in third year. 
So how many uh, how many posts up in my room? And how, so how many can you name? You get a point for each. You can name. You that big Brexit like British flag on your wall. <laughs> I don't think that's a poster though. That's... That was a former girlfriend's as well. Like never forget that bit. You stole that. <laughs> you being a big racist. I can't remember what you had in your mind. Gonna take a shot and get dark at a number. All right. And question number ten. What was my first pet that was not a fish? So what was my first pet that wasn't a fish? Because I, I had a couple of fish when I was a, like various goldfish and stuff when I was a kid, but that doesn't count. Fish are shit pets. They are rubbish. You get bored in about ten seconds. Imagine trying to walk a fish. You can't. You can't. Mm. Can't even take him down Lido. Die, chlorine, useless. So are we ready for answers? Yeah, I'm ready. Okay. Yep. Right, we'll take... Uh, I will go through them. So when I was holidaying at Buttons Holiday Park as a four-year-old, I had the shit terrified out of me by a gentleman dressed as a character from a film. What was that character? Tom. The child catcher from Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. It was not the child catcher. That would be a weird thing for Butlins to do, wouldn't it? Yeah. Let's have someone dressed up as the child catcher <laughs> at a family holiday park. Uh, what, what have you got, Harrison? I couldn't see any, because I, I presumed it was going to be a children's film, and I couldn't actually see any children's films in my room, so I just went with Wolverine, because I saw X-Men. So the year was either 99 or 2000. I can't oh, remember what it was. Um, and the character jumped over a banister and went, in my face. I then literally nearly shat myself and <laughs> ran <laughs> as fast as I could. And that character was The Mask. Oh, I didn't like that ah. as a kid either. He scared me. That was I don't know what they were thinking, having that character interacting with kids. He was the most terrifying thing in the world. Yeah, uh, it, It's a solid 12A. It's, uh, it's a very strange film, that. And yeah, it you know, scarred me for the rest of my life. We had to get rid of the VHS. So, uh, question number two. When I go home to spend time with my family, we fight over a very specific kitchen utensil. What is that utensil? I think the Browns love a good fry-up, and I reckon you fight over the spatula. I went for milk frother. A milk frother? Yeah. <laughs> it's my turn with a milk frother. Uh, it, is, my milk. it is, in fact, just a fork. There's a, there's a fork that we have. <laughs> It's got a little diamond in it. It's called a diamond fork. <laughs> they have one fork in there. Um, yeah. Like the death over it. And it's a, it's a brilliant fork. So we just it's just a fork. Yeah. I'm not eating and... with my hands today, sir. <laughs> <laughs> I did it yesterday. But yeah, we have the diamond fork. So it's still nil point all round. Uh, what event occurred in a maths exam in year five because I was too scared to talk to the terrifying Mr. Bell? What do you think happened? Yeah, I put your pitch yourself. I did piss myself. Yay! Yay! I pissed myself many, uh, well, not many times. I pissed myself a lot. And then I just sort of, the end of the exam, I just sort of pushed the chair in and ran the fuck out of there. Like... <laughs> <laughs> the teacher didn't even notice. <laughs> no, I hid it very well. And luckily, it was, the last, it was the last lesson of the day. So I literally had a piss did immediately. Piss yeah. I think I did pretty good as well. Trooped on with Biffy Pants. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. So I had a, I had a really had a really long piss. Luckily, I was wearing like a really dark pair of trousers. I didn't really notice. But yeah, pissed myself. Anyway, um, so that's a point each. So what was the first film I saw at the cinema? Thomas, what did I... What oh, did it's Phantom Menace. That's actually quite a good shout. Yeah. yeah I've gone with Hercules. It's also I, a very good... Like, time-wise, you're both gods. spot on. Yeah, it was just, um, it was uh, Toy Story 2. 
Oh. It was 99, and I went to Toy Story 2, and afterwards I went to uh, uh, McDonald's and got a happy meal. It was lovely. So in my life, I've owned two motor cars. Uh, what were their names? Point for each. Tom was Har- it? Harold and Bill. Both incorrect. I know one is called Pierre. That is correct. And I, I believe the other one is called Philip. I think they're both Peugeots. You're so close. It was Pierre the Peugeot, and it was Frog. Ah, oh, Frog. That was a uh, that was a Vauxhall Corsa. Number six. I attended Superhands gig in the first university. What body part did I touch of his? Touched his face, and he said it was really weird. He, oh, I've gone with his leg. No. Thought, Why thought, would he be dangling his leg off the stage? Well, I, uh, I don't know. I thought like Sam would just reach out and just sort of like sort of like grip it. It touched. Sam touched his face, then he went back up to his mic and went, well, that was a bit weird. <laughs> <laughs> he, wasn't, he wasn't too keen, but it was a nice memory for me. He, he leant down with his hand, and I, was, I went all the way. I was like, no, I'm you know, going to touch his face. So I did. I still have not forgiven Matt King for not turning up to the event I... He cancelled uh, twice, didn't he? Yeah, he cancelled yeah. twice on us. Fucking yeah, it was face. pretty bad. If you're listening, Matt King, come on, mate, for fuck's sake. Sort it out. What's your problem yeah. with Bournemouth? It's a lovely area of the world. He cancelled twice. We had to meet t- Thomas de Goose, though. Yeah. We were out with Thomas de Goose on a night out, and it was lovely. Thomas de Goose was a nice gentleman. I don't know well, if we I've had... I've got a f- great little photo of him. So, uh, number seven, I am a fan of plaid. What colour was my plaid shirt, first plaid shirt, and what age was I? Point for each. Thomas? I put red and six years old. I have put that same answer. Bang on. What, red and six? Yeah. No, my first plaid shirt. So you both get a point for uh, red. But the first plaid shirt I got was actually 13. What? Really? You yeah. love the plaids. I love the plaid from 13 onwards. Yeah, I, was 13. I suppose... Uh... Excluding the UK, how many countries have I been to? You get a point for each. Right. I've, I've, I've said two. The UK, obviously. And then Germany. Said I, said, I, said ex- I said excluding the UK, yeah. So, oh, well, what so, then? You're saying one, one for Germany. I put one for Germany. That is, in fact, a point each. Well done. I have only been abroad once, and it was to the glorious Germany, and it was to Frankfurt. Frankfurt? I was, I was going to guess that you've been to France, because I thought everyone's been to France and, like, battlefields. But you've never mentioned, like, stories abroad, have you? I have never. Not like, like me. The, the school trip had too many people on, on the France trip. So what they did was, they, instead of doing a first-come, first-serve thing, what they did instead was do a massive list of everyone and then pick names out like a Tom Bowler. Oh, I hate it when they do that. And I was 16th on the waiting list. So I was like, oh, great. I'm not going to go to France then. <laughs> so, yeah. Bit of I'll a take you to France, Sam. Me and you could do a war, a war I want to. I want to go to the war graves, yeah. <laughs> Me and Tom and Sam look at the war graves. <laughs> and be humbled. <laughs> I just so, uh, I imagine you did. Oh, lads, I don't want to do this anymore. Found Watch a big, how far, look how far a, I can piss. Me and the boys found a big crater and we just like ran in circles around it, rugby tackling each other and we caught up with each other. It was great. Ran around, ran around the crater for hours. Question number nine. At university, I had many posters up in my room. How many can you name? You get a point for each. So Tom will answer you first. What have you got? Oh, I just put five. Can you name any of them? No. So you I got no remember. points then? <laughs> I don't remember your bedroom. Right, HT. Right, you had that weird Japanese blue wave thing. Correct. Uh, You've also got a poster of Johnny Cash, and you may have another one. I don't know. Correct. So let's see who's saying two. Oh, hang on. And then you've got the Beatles, because everyone has the poster of the Beatles. I don't. Yeah. That's you, Tom. And I also put Little Mix, you know, just for the (laughs) larks. 
Because <laughs> I know you love the little mix. Oh, secret potion. Oh, black magic. Oh, uh, Harrison, you got three then. Actually, you got Johnny Cash, The Flood, uh, The Great Wave of whatever it's called, and um, The Beatles. So, yeah. So, you're currently in the lead. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven points. So, Trob's four. So, Harrison what posters did we this. miss out on? I had tons up. I had, um, I had another one of John Lennon. I had a picture of San Francisco. I had the gas, yeah. Gaslight Anthem. I had tons up at the moment. None uh, of this is ringing a bell to me at all. I just remember your big <laughs> Brexit. I was too taken in by your big Brexit flag. So the last question was, what was my first pit pet that was not a fish? What have you got? Rabbit. Chinchilla. Rabbit and chinchilla. Uh, I would be amazed if either of you got this. I have mentioned it before, but it is in fact a large African land snail. <laughs> what? <laughs> Your mum's just gone into the garden and found a snail and like, Sam, this is your new pet, look after it. Because you wouldn't shop about wanting a dog, probably. I really wanted, I wanted loads of pets, but we weren't allowed any of them. But we had a... Uh, that a, must have been a short walk you took it on. It was crap. You used to drink beer, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a snail fisting you yarded. You'd leave, you'd leave a bit of beer out. I used to like beer. Yeah. That was my first cut. Anyway, who knows Sam more? It was Harrison Taylor. Just because he knows well, more posters. All he won was because of posters. Because I can't remember posters. I, I also won who knows Tom more. So it's pretty it's the, clear. The best friend a man could have is Harrison Taylor. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I fell off my bike the other day. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was going Everyone's down tales of woe. First time about stabilizers. <laughs> I, I was going downhill and I was racing my brother we were going over my grandparents to drop off some shopping and yeah, uh, yeah I, I, then I fell off my bike about 20 miles no. 20 it, it miles? Faster, but it was probably about 12-15 miles per hour oh yeah and um, yeah twisted the handlebars broke you wearing your helmet? Bit. yeah the, the helmet broke bloody oh, hell lucky yeah, you're wearing it Oh, they yeah. led with this oh, story, HT. It sounds horrible. Um, and then the next day, I went over with my other grandparents, who I like to play practical jokes on. And I went, put my bike in the car. I parked a little bit further away from the house and then turned up at their house, just all bru- bruised and bloody still. And I was just like, I've just been hit by a car and he just drove off. And my nan and granddad absolutely freaked the shit out. <laughs> as, as you would if you just found out your grandson got hit by a car. So you got, so what, the, the day before you got, fell off your bike and you got bruised and bloodied and then you didn't wash for a whole day so you could do this prank in your grandparents. <laughs> oh, yeah, just come, Harrison, you just have a wash. Now I want to get granny and granddad tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> your linen. caked in dry blood, stuck <laughs> all over to your body hair. Be hit by You're grim. <laughs> That's horrible, HT. How is lockdown in England? It's for, oh, you're in Wales, aren't you? That's say. I'm getting really pissed off because they're gonna they're gonna open the all any cafe that has like outdoor seating area can open <coughs> from like the fifteenth of June, but pubs with beer gardens can't. And I really don't fucking understand the difference between that. It's weird. It is strange. Um, I just think like, you know, like yesterday, Boris made his little announcement. It was all about, you know, oh yeah, 15th of June, that'll be the day everyone's open again. I think that was honestly just a way of covering up clearly massive problems. Yeah, but then he, he should have done something like Carrie's having another baby, maybe. Harry, you're having another baby, whether you like it or not. 
and we'll hate this one even more. It's going into the kit, into the bedroom of a turkey baster. You're gonna love it. Because <laughs> like, there's there's one thing Boris hasn't failed upon, and that is that more children hasn't added any pressure to his life. Like usually, you get to a point and you, you sort of look at each other like, "That's enough now." But Boris, he just loves kids. He just wants more kids. Because he doesn't look after <laughs> half of them. He doesn't know most of their names. <laughs> I could have 15 kids and be stress-free if I just didn't look after any of them. <laughs> he's just spreading his seed around England willy-nilly. <laughs> Literally, he's got a, his, his willies and going nilly. <laughs> I, I, do really f- I did re- find it really funny at the press conference the other day where he's defending Dominic Cummings' actions, saying that's what good fathers do. This is the first Cummings time he's ever looked right. after that he's got now. I found the whole thing to be a right parade. Boris Johnson also, doesn't little... even know how many kids he has. That's, it, the Wikipedia page can't put like a number on it. I think it's five officially, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. In reality, he's got 17 just scattered around. Some of these names, he's just given them like, like Lara Lettuce Johnson. I mean, her name is Lettuce. <laughs> <laughs> Theodore Apollo Johnson. Does he want them to get bullied? Right. <laughs> anyway... Speaking of uh, Dominic Cummings and this whole fiasco, should we do a big question based around him? Yes. Go on, then. Well, in, in the press conference that Dominic Cummings took to try and clear up the entire situation, he said that he drove 30 miles to test his eyesight out. And I think that's a bit of a weird thing to do. It's dangerous. Like, what if his eyesight yeah. was bad and he couldn't be? Like, if I wanted to test my eyesight about, I'd probably go... 40 metres away from my car and try to read the number plate. I wouldn't get in it and try and drive somewhere. Yeah, I, I would walk around in the house and try to yeah. read things. I wouldn't get in my car and then attempt to drive for half an hour to make sure I was okay. But what I think the strangest thing about this is, is the fact that he took his son. And I just have an image of, of his son in sort of like 12, 18 years time, perhaps. Sort of Start asking questions about that. So I want to know, what is the weirdest thing that your parents do? Oh, well, Daddy runs away. It's all just fun and games, really. But you know, it's, it's like we the biggest game play, of hide and seek. We used to play a weird game with my dad as kids, and we'd just be like, "Oh, stick us in the boot for a bit, Dad." We wouldn't drive <laughs> anywhere. He just put us in the boot and closed it. And we'd like sit in there for like two minutes, like, "Ah, we're in the boot," and then we'd get out. There wasn't like a nice boot, which is like connected to the car. It was like a BMW, so it's like. It's like you were in a mafia movie and they bundled you into the back of a car, but we'd have a great time. We'd like see how many of us could get in the boot at once. But <laughs> we're in the boot. Oh, Who's up great. for a game of booty booty? Right. <laughs> Everybody in, in the, the boot. boot. Yeah, that was a strange one. You really. Your mum didn't do anything weird to you? My mum does this really weird thing where she pretends to be a Russian woman called Helga if we've been misbehaving. She and like, it. <laughs> like, she does it with my sisters now. Yeah. But then, like, were you aware that they were two separate people? Or did you think Helga was a different entity? It's like, you know, well, no, I'm going to my... take you to boarding school. <laughs> my mum treats it like it's like a, she's got like a split personality sort of thing. So she, she sort of leaves the room and then Helga comes back in. That's terrifying. Even, even as an adult, that's the scariest shit I've ever heard. She did it to my five year old sister. The other day, because she was misbehaving doing the homeschooling. 
And my sister was like, no, I want mummy to come back. I want mummy to come back. Just bawling her eyes out. And then Helga was sort of like, well, you have to get on with work first. You get on with work first and then mummy come come home. What would be disturbing is if you're like you're going for like a glass of water in the middle of the night and you just hear your mum doing it to your dad through <laughs> <laughs> the bedroom door. Oh, <laughs> that'd be that'd be scarring. Helga, hello. <laughs> You'll that, be a naughty boy. That's probably the weirdest thing my mum does. In terms of my dad, my dad does a lot of weird things. It's the little Daisy Dukes short, surely. That's, well, yeah, because that, that clinches it for your dad. And like. It's just anything he does in order to sort of like save money and stuff like that. I I wouldn't be surprised if I came home one day and he had just ripped all of the upstairs lighting out. And he's like, you only go upstairs to go to bed. You don't need lights. You've got to go to sleep. It's going to be dark, (laughs) isn't it? (laughs) And yeah, but speaking speaking of my dad, something weird he's done recently is he's downloaded TikTok. Oh no, he's going to be a TikTok dad. Your dad? Has downloaded TikTok. That's the last person I would expect to download TikTok. And my brother walked in on him watching one of those dancing videos, you know. Duh, 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 duh. Oh, yeah, yeah. And he was watching one of those. Did you think it was some sort of clock app? I, 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 I don't know. But then, like, we've been taking the piss out of him for about a week over this incident. And then he just snapped one day and just went, What? Can a 50 year old man not have TikTok? Is it, is it only for young, cool people, is it now? Like, went on like this rant. It was just... <laughs> My mum has TikTok, but that's nice. That's that that doesn't mom. surprise me, knowing your mum. She loves a good boogie. Shall we have a uh, try to find in Sam's mind? Yeah, go on then. So we've done, I've done another innuendo special. Hopefully, uh, hopefully the answers will come out nice and clear and uh, we can use this one. It's a lockdown special. This is, again, an innuendo special, so I'll ask Thomas to go into the isolation booth. I'll indicate when you're ready to come. So, Harrison, are you ready? Try to find Sam's mind. I am indeed ready. So, for listeners who have not played this game before, uh, I, will answer, I will ask a question, and I've already written down the answer. They have to try and literally find the answer from my mind. Uh, it's also innuendo, so it may sound filthy, but the answers are not. So, Harrison, the, answer, the question is going to come at you thick and fast. Are you ready? Yep. Okay. Name me something you sniff. Um, your food. Name me something tight and wet. Uh, your jock strap. Name me something that you sheathe. Oh, uh, money. Name me something that you put your balls in. <laughs> Ball bag. Name me. It's a bit rude. Um, name me something you strum. Um, guitar. Name me something you beat. Uh, drum. Name me something you tug. Um, rope. Name me something you eat out. Uh. <laughs> Takeaway. Give me a famous cock and ball. Um, cock, cock and ball. Steve Coogan and Rob Bryden. Name me something cock sweet and, and sticky that you swallow when you're a bit under the weather. <laughs> sweet and sticky. Uh, pass. Okay, Harrison, your answers are locked in. We can ask Trob to come back in from the isolation booth. Hello. He is back. We have Harrison's answers locked in. Are you ready for the same questions for Try to Find a Sam's Mind? Yeah, I'm ready. Name me something you sniff. Oh, flowers. Name me something tight and wet. (laughs) (laughs) 
Lago! Let me something that you sheathe. A sword. Let me something you put your balls in. Me pants. Let me something you strum. A guitar. Let me something you beat. A drum. Let me something you tug. You can't do this. Um, a rope. Let me something you eat out. <laughs> Name me a famous cock and ball. Ron Jeremy. Name me something sweet and sticky that you swallow when you're a bit under the weather. Uh, lock it. Okay, so the answers are, name me something you sniff. Answer is, of course, hard. flowers. Oh. Yeah. So that's 1-0 uh, one. One to Thomas. Name me something tight and wet. Neither of you got this one. A wetsuit. Oh, yeah. I prefer my answer. What, what do you get Jock strap. Oh, oh yeah, that's right. Name yeah. uh, me something you sheath. Uh, the answer was, in fact, sword. Um, Harrison wasn't sure about the word sheath, but sheath can also mean a Jonathan condom. Yeah. Right. Um, which is where the innuendo comes from. But it was, I would have said, I would have accepted sword or knife because you normally sheath your sword or your knob. Name me something you put your balls in. I, I, Harrison said ball bag. Um, and Trob said your pants. pants. Yeah. I, I did, in fact, put back of the net. Oh, but, yeah. So, name me something you strum was, of course, a guitar. You both got that one. Name me something you beat was a drum. I believe you both got that one. Yep. yep. Name me something you tug, rope. I believe you both got that one, too. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Uh, name me someone you eat out. Harrison said takeaway. Which is not really, you know, somewhere you, 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 that's eating in, isn't it? Surely. No, because no, you, you take out the takeaway. I mean, the answer's restaurant. Oh, so, I said Cadbury's cream egg. I could say, also, that's actually quite a good answer. It's a very similar action. So you could say, you could, you could say, Harrison, I, I will give you restaurant for takeaway yes. because I, it was a food based thing. So name me a famous cock and ball. So I went with Tottenham's logo. Ah, because it's a cock on a ball. I did Ron Jeremy. I I said uh, Steve Coogan and Rob Brydon from a cock and ball story. Yeah, before. that was a cock and ball story. Yeah, so mm. it was in fact Tottenham's logo. I can't tell you the points are currently five five four. So it's all down to this. Who one. two could it's a time at the moment. This could be a draw. So name me something sweet and sticky that you swallow when you're a bit under the weather. Harrison unfortunately passed. And Trob unfortunately said lock it because the correct answer was honey. Oh, I won. Ah, oh, yeah. But he does, again. in fact, it does, in fact, win 5 4. But Harrison came bloody close with that one. Just, I know everything. They were, they were some mean innuendos that week. It took me ages to, like, not say cocaine for the first one. Yeah. <laughs> what, else you, what else could you sniff? <laughs> I mean, cocaine fingers, you know, you could have done anything, like, grotesque. Yeah. yeah. Oh, thank you for listening, everyone. Hope you've enjoyed episode four of the Faces Radio podcast. We will be back in two weeks for another for another chat and game. And we'll have special guests on the show. Maybe special guests on the show. Hopefully, special guests. Yeah, we'll try and wangle him into doing it. Yeah. So, stay alert, guys. Yeah. Alert. Or if you're living if you're living in Wales, stay inside. It's, it's so confusing. Yeah. Or if you live in Scotland, stay inside. 
I don't know what the Northern Irish message is. If you're Dominic Cummings, do whatever you want. Knock yourself out. Do what you like, really. Wank on a nun if you want. Knock yourself out. (laughs) Absolutely fine. Is public masturbation more or less risky now? Because there are less people. Yeah, because there's less people. There's less people, but you're going to get in more trouble. I I tell you what, Tom, why don't you go out and do it and tell me what the fine is? I will. Anyway. Technically, exercise. It is technically... You get caught, you're like, it's from a, it's from a daily exercise. <laughs> Fresh air and exercise. Wearing my big coat on a run. <laughs> oh. A big wetty wank in 24 degrees outside my local co-op. That's what I'm going to do tomorrow. Mm. Anyway, cheers for listening, everyone. I'll Thank you back. very much. Love you, bye. Bye. Love you, bye.